Ooh, it's on. Get your facts straight. Ask me if I give a shit. <laughs> that is one big pile of shit. Knock, knock, motherfucker. You'll never be the master of tiger power. I think the shit's about to hit the fan. I was gambling in Havana. I took a little risk. Send lawyers, guns, and money. Dead, get me out of this. All right, everybody, welcome. Hey, don't interrupt. <laughs> We're trying to say. No. <laughs> I'm going to say something, but uh, I started the podcast, so it started. All right. <laughs> um, all right, welcome. It's uh, Silver Motion Podcast. Uh, my name is Will. I'm Steven. And uh, here we are yeah. once again. We have journeyed uh, to Hong Kong. Yeah. Long, and we came back with a movie. Yeah. Long, arduous journey of a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very hard, but uh, we did it. And we came back with a movie called Writing Wrongs, uh, also known as Above the Law in its uh, U.S. release or whatever. Hmm. Um. What is this? 1986, I believe. 87, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. I don't remember. Should have looked. 86. 86. There you right. go. Another. Uh, another 86. Yeah, another one to add to the list of <laughs> impressive 86 films. Oh, showing your hand already. That's <laughs> <laughs> impressive. Yeah, so 1986, Writing Wrongs, um, it's uh, directed by Corey Yoon, who directed a lot of cool things, and very important person in the, the Hong Kong film industry, and uh, it stars Yoon Byu and Cynthia Rothrock, and many other people. Yeah. And uh, <coughs> here we are, so Pretty you said it's impressive. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, always seems to be weird films from 86 that uh yeah like that was when uh transformers the movie came out transformers echo was echo was 86 uh, i believe fist of the north star was 86 wow heavy hitters yeah 86? there's all, the, all 86 i've kind of known as just that it just seems to be this year that a lot of uh yeah influential films tend to be from I think wow. I was looking at everything. Top Gun is 86. Top Gun? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think Howard the Duck is 86. <laughs> it might be, actually, yeah. <laughs> Just sure. a lot of these weird... I fucking like, love Howard the Duck. I know, I kind of, I'm half wondering, like, it's just, is that just every year? If I looked at the film list of every year, would I just find this many you know, influential... I mean, in the 80s, years? probably. In the 80s, probably, yeah. In the 80s, probably. I don't know that it would continue throughout every year of the 80s but 
I don't know, man. Because yeah. yeah, there's a lot of dope movies in those eighties. Every right, fucking right. year of those eighties. Yeah. Oh, Aliens. I think that's eighty six too. Yeah, that's eighty six. Also, yeah. Was was Predator eighty six or was that Predator's eighty seven? Eighty seven. Just just missed it. Yeah, but eighty seven's a dope year too. Yeah. Um, uh, not that I can tell you what else right. was eighty seven, but when was the first Terminator? That was eighty four. Eighty four. Okay. Eighty four. Yeah. yeah. I guess the other major thing to my mind of the 80s would be RoboCop. But That's 87, 87, I believe. Yeah. Pretty sure it's 87. That's a fucking movie. God damn. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so st- another 80s movie. Yeah. 80s were a good time for movies. It sure was. Sure. It sure was. And so this is the first uh, modern day hong kong movie i think we watched that was a a martial arts sort of movie stunts and martial arts Mm -hmm. i don't think we've done anything else uh, just the john woo movies but that yeah and those are those are different yeah there well there there was uh what was a heroic trio which was we did watch that that's 90s though that's is that 90s yeah that's a little bit yeah it had a different feel to it but yeah because that one i don't know yeah that this 80s especially 86 like little middle of the 80s um yeah like the way these movies are shot specifically these hong kong movies i don't know it's like a totally unique thing that i'm fucking in love with i'm obsessed with it and they didn't really make movies like that before or after they're just kind Mm. of this little 80s pocket of dopeness (laughs) (laughs) 80s were the decade i don't know yeah they they sure were. Mm-hmm. So I just I don't know what to. Uh... This is one of those movies I watch a movie, I love it. I've seen it many times. Right. Um. And I was just like, well, I don't know. It's good. What am I gonna say about this fucking movie? <laughs> <laughs> I guess you can start with the. Uh, there's a there's a lot of uh, Western actors in here. There not are, just Cynthia Rothrock. There's yeah, a few others no. too. There are, there are, there's, there's quite a few, um, which is, there's more than there usually are in 80s Hong Kong movies, but a lot of 80s Hong Kong movies have like one or two Mm -hmm. in there. Um, Cynthia Rothrock is in a lot, maybe like, I don't know, 15 Hmm. during this period. Um, she got... I'm pretty sure these are like these are her first movies. I know she made a bunch of fucking American martial arts movies too, but I don't think they were before this. I think this is where she mm-hmm. got popular. But I could be wrong. Um but this is definitely <laughs> these movies are definitely her, you know, her best shit because it's choreographed by Hong Kong people and uh they right. make better action than <laughs> <laughs> if you watch the American movies, she looks kind of slow mm. and she does not look slow in this. this no, movie. no, she does not. And part of that is just the way that they shoot and edit Hong Kong fight scenes. that's mm-hmm. helping her out. Um, yeah, but she's awesome. This is your first, you know, you never saw her before. I don't think I have now. She's fucking awesome. 
Unless she's just been in something I watched at some point without realizing it or thinking about it. Yeah, me. She's not in. I don't know that she's in any big movies other than these Hong Kong movies. Yeah, I mean, if I'd seen her in something, it probably would have been one of the more Western releases she was in. Yeah, but it's like those were all like like low budget movies so i don't know that you would just happen upon them especially if you weren't like you said that into the martial arts thing yeah which you weren't seeing those movies and so like those were the like the first level would be like blood sport and fucking whatever the john claude van damme stuff and then like down a couple levels would be the cynthia rothrock stuff um in terms of visibility or whatever Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'd have had to just like blunder it into um, in, like some weird like <laughs> two a.m. time slot on a yeah weird... I mean, maybe yeah maybe on TV or something like that HBO or something yeah it would it would just be something that just randomly was airing that I happened to be there or something but yeah and uh, so Cynthia Rothrock you are you a fan instantly converted to be a fan or no that's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that she's, like, looming in my mind as this great thing. But, yeah, she was awesome. All right. Well, uh, we'll have to watch some more. She definitely stands out. Yeah, she's great. She's, uh, I don't know, it's hard to, like, even describe it. It's just awesome. It's just, (laughs) like, I don't know. Um, Yeah, there's some really awesome fights going on in it it's got a lot of really cool action-y things and yeah it does have a lot of action i kind of not necessarily uh like like there's a lot of like environment interaction going on yes where like she uses the chair to tie people up with handcuffs all the guys together right (laughs) like in that first scene where yeah she pulls everybody together at the mahjong place yeah, and that one fight where she's got with the the other assassin girl, who's yeah, that's and they're the like climbing badass. up that weird the scaffolding thing, yeah, yeah. And just yeah, and then she busts off her. She has like the the belt, yeah, and, but it's like doubles as a whip chain where she yeah. starts using it and doing the shit where that's like a. I don't know if it's I don't know how old of it of a Chinese weapon it is, but whip chain is like a thing, and and they mm-hmm. always like whip it around their their fucking neck, and she started yeah, doing yeah. that shit, <laughs> and she was like throwing it into the so it like it has like a dart at the end, right? Now all that shit is done. Yeah, that whole, that whole scene was great. Yeah, yeah. So uh, choreography. This is. Uh, how do I explain this movie? It's Corey Yoon is a director, but he's also a stuntman. Like before he did anything mm-hmm. in the film industry, he was a stuntman. Mm. And Yoon Byu, the star of this movie, same thing. He was a stuntman back in the day. Right. And um, so when they make movies, like Yoon Byu was never a huge star. Um, we watched one of his movies before, the the Zoo Warriors, uh, the Soy Hark movie. Mm. He's the star of that. And you don't get a sense, really, of him in that movie because of all the other shit that's going on right. around him. But but uh, in this movie, he was very much involved. 
like the creation of it and like him and Corey Yoon and a whole bunch of other people um, all choreographed the action together. And so they're all stuntmen. And so they're all like, what kind of cool shit can we do? And how, how could we, you know, up the game from whatever Jackie Chan was doing or what, you know, right. let's, let's fucking, let's do it. And Yoon Bu is a very acrobatic sort of guy flipping around and you see a lot of that kind of stuff in this movie yeah he's like climbing around on like jumping from balconies to yeah. balcony and and like like he does the kicks where he's like jumping and flipping in the air to do kicks and oh, yeah, yeah all kinds of stuff like that and so that's kind of like his thing he's yeah, very he's, acrobatic he's kind of making me think of like a taekwondo with a kicks to the face and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big roundhouse to the face yeah and, yeah so in choreographing it they're like they know they understand each other's strengths and so they're really mm. trying to play that yeah. up and Yoon Byu and Corey Yoon that's not their real names they're they both went to school um, in Peking Opera School with uh, Jackie Chan mm. and Sammo Hung they were all members of uh, the same class and there was a little it must have been a good class got a, all God, these stars out of that. Yeah, it's a fu- yeah so there was in in hong kong there was basically two major peking opera schools one of them is the one that their class was like jackie chan sammo hung yoon Byu, Corey yoon and then there was a couple of other guys in because they had a little performing troupe called the seven little fortunes mm. and so that they were like the main people and then there was a couple of other guys that became like uh just kind of basic stuntmen and action directors and stuff but they're not uh, like super well known. Mm-hmm. Um they're in I don't know if they're both in this movie but one of them has like a little little bit part in this movie. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So there's there's that group of people and then there was another school and they like churned out all of the other people <laughs> in the rest of the industry, and it's just like, oh my god, like wow, they really cranked them out. Uh, but anyway, so they know each other as kids because you start peeking opera when you're just a little fucking kid, right. and so they just grew up together and uh, kept fucking hanging out and making movies, and here yeah. we are, Corey yeah. Yoon, Yoon Bu. Oh, but what, that's what I was gonna say is they're. Uh, they took the name Yoon from their their uh, teacher. Like when they're in school, they all had a Yoon name. So mm. Jackie Chan was like Yoon Lo, and I don't remember everybody's name, but Yoon Bu kept his name as his like his stage, stage name, name yeah. and mm. and Corey Yoon, uh, same thing. Mm. And so it, like as an honor to their their teacher. Mm. And so they. They, uh, I don't know where I'm going with this, but <laughs> they're awesome. And I, I, everybody knows Jackie Chan. Most people know Sammo Hung. And I would say that the people who know both of them probably know Yoon Bu. But I, I think it's important to, to recognize that the, their lineage of being like kids together and growing up together and all. Yeah choreographing things together and stuff 
from that early age and like how they all kind of work together and and not even just like sometimes they'd work together and sometimes other members of them would work together and they would all like build up the hong kong industry together and so it's just such a like it's a small industry where there's yeah just a, I, I'm I'm getting the feeling that you could just make a movie about the, the they did. and just like arc that out in a yeah they made a movie about that school actually the mm-hmm. Sammo Hung plays the the teacher mm. it's called Painted Faces mm. um I haven't seen it but I have it. <laughs> Someday, <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of those things. No, Shaw Brothers just restored it and put it out, and oh, it's because uh, cool. it was a co-production between Shaw Brothers and Golden Harvest, oh. and so for years and years and years, nobody released it because of uh, legal battles and things, and mm. like literally just like I don't know, six months ago, they finally released it. Cool. So yeah, it's kind of a big deal. Before the the Blu-ray release, it was like fucking vcd was the best quality oh, <laughs> that's that's not much of quality <laughs> no you know it looks better than you'd think though honestly mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean it, it's not great <laughs> <laughs> but i i don't give a fuck i still watch vcds but this fucking movie what am i gonna say about this movie I want this is probably like um the stunts in this movie. I want to say they're at a higher level than than things that we have watched previously yeah, in terms yeah, of there, danger. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> just crazy shit going on that they were doing. Yeah, people jumping off of fucking balconies to just yeah, yeah. just landing on their feet and shit and <laughs> Right. I mean, like when Yoon Byu is uh, going down the outside of that one building on the on the rope or whatever and oh, he yeah, just yeah. just fucking he goes just straight down <laughs> and then just jumps off onto that fucking landing and yeah there's some one where he's i think he's running away from uh cynthia rothrock for he like just jumps off this balcony it's like the second store story yeah. or something he just lands right on the ground just yeah you just see like the astroturf just <laughs> buckling under his feet as he lands just like oh damn yeah yeah, he's fucking crazy. He's At first, I thought it was going to just be like, oh, you aren't going to see his feet because there's going to be a pad there that he lands on. or something. And then just, no, the ground is like just right. buckling. I was like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> there's probably a pad there underneath the grass or something. But yeah, yeah. Because like... they're not like, I mean, it's not completely lawless right <laughs> fucking jumping off of buildings and stuff i mean it's pretty close but yeah but it it gave the impression of just being like whoa like, yeah they went they went a little farther with this than i expected them to yeah it's there's a in another movie he does a jump off of a roof <laughs> that's like i don't know maybe two stories up and he like does this flip off of the fucking roof and then just lands <laughs> on his feet and then in the same shot like runs <laughs> across the street into the camera and it's fucking nuts. Oh. So yeah, lo- lots of this era of Hong Kong, there's a lot of stuff like that where they're jumping and falling and getting kicked off of fucking ledges and <laughs> all kinds of shit like that. Yeah. It's, it's uh, <coughs> I don't know how the fuck they did it, but they did it. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> crazy stuff. Yeah. Did you notice uh, S- Senzo Tanaka? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Senzo Tanaka. Who is he? Uh, uh, Roy Chow, the the, che- the trainer from uh, Bloodsport. Did you notice mm. him? No, I didn't. <laughs> he was the judge. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, he did look kind of familiar. Yeah. Yeah. He has the, the little wig on. Yeah, so. a, little, a little harder to <laughs> make out there. But yeah, yeah. Give doing that weird little sign of the cross. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was like some like secret code message, and then it just kind of went away. And I was like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he was just making the sign of the cross. Okay. <laughs> Thought he was like sending signals to the Yoon Bu character. And yeah. Like, no, oh, no, okay. If we're we're gonna do this, here's the game plan. You know. Kind of <laughs> like yeah. In terms of things happening and then going away. Yeah. The, how do you think this is as a as a movie? Like <laughs> overall. I mean, you're right. The judge kind of does just kind of like fall away and not really like you think he's going to be more important than he is. Yeah. And he just kind of like the second half of the movie is just kind of like, eh, forget about that. Right. There's a lot of things like that. Yeah. Where it's, I don't know that it's like telling a story is not this movie's main concern. Right. Right. (laughs) Well, I mean, like the ending especially is just like, it's over. What, you want to know what happens to this guy later? No, it's just, it's over. In terms of that, there is, there is something of an answer. There is, there's another version other, like the Hong Kong version ends where this ends. That's the end of the movie. Mm. It's a fucking dark ending. But the, um, I think the, the Taiwanese release is, and the English release have, an alternate ending or yeah something. they have like another um i don't know minute or so on there where where these boats come and pull him out of the water and then <laughs> and then you think like oh cool <laughs> they saved him but uh then they show him in a court and they're like fucking <laughs> sentenced to 10 years in prison for doing some shit you know the rest of all the stuff you've done in the movie so then and then it just freeze frames on that like so no matter what he's always paying some kind of a price right because that because that ultimately is where it kind of winds up being is this whole the the courts aren't working i've got to do my own thing right and then you're like, well, this is going to catch up with him. How is this going to yeah. play out? And that doesn't doesn't really give you that answer in the in this version. Anyway, with that ending you're talking about, I guess it kind of it does go back to that. And it does, but I like the the short ending where it's just like <laughs> he played the yeah, he fucking he 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 got his justice, but uh, he fucking died. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I thought too. Yeah. He's like he's floating there, just not moving, just like blood. All, all that fucking him. blood's coming out. I was like, oh man, I, I guess he's dead. And then just credits roll. It's like, oh yeah, I guess he's dead. <laughs> well, if you look at when he jumps out of that fucking plane, I mean that's yeah. high up. Yeah, you don't just jump out of that plane and live, <laughs> right? So yeah. And, you know, he'd been beaten up for, like, a half hour beforehand. Right, <laughs> like, right. Yeah, so I, I like the, the the 
brevity of that where it's just like, yeah, he paid with his life. <laughs> yeah, kind of like it. It kind of brings that around and kind of has its own kind of vibe to it. That's yeah, it's a very very different feel to the ending there. Yeah, of uh, of it coming full circle and right. It is a it is a relatively Hong Kong ending where it just like, yeah that's it yeah I, w- I was kind of like oh well that, I guess we just got the Hong Kong ending of just bam we're done <laughs> game over yeah yeah I have but, a th- it's not on because this is the Hong Kong they don't care about extras yeah there's not really any extras on there's that. the trailer but yeah but the I have a the U S DVD of it and they have like that extra ending and mm. interviews with people and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that's, I mean, that's how I saw it. Not that you couldn't find it on YouTube or whatever. Right. Hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, it's a very morbid film. Like, like everybody yeah. fucking dies. Like. Every oh, that's the other thing about the 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 alternate ending is that is that Cynthia Rothrock doesn't die. Also, oh. she doesn't get fucking that drill bit <laughs> drilled <laughs> into her kind neck. Of, like I was expecting, like Yoon Bu to show up and just be like, "Hey, it's on, it's on now." And the, like before yeah, she got stabbed, her, yeah. Right. But that, that that didn't really. Uh, <laughs> I love how how brutal this movie is yeah. in that. I feel like like it's over the top and like wow everybody's fucking dying. But I also feel like when you watch movies and they're like the villains like oh he's gonna explain all this shit and mm-hmm. oh and the guy arrives just in time <laughs> to save the girl and oh James Bond just almost got his fucking head cut off but nope <laughs> just got out of it and like this right. is the movie that's just like no sh- no. She it's got died. a fucking drill yeah. bit into her neck. She's <laughs> fucking dead. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that kind of happened. I was just like, oh, all, all right. She's gone. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and even, even like, um, the other, her partner, the kind of slob guy. Yeah, I did not expect him to die. Yeah, he fucking dies, and it's just like, oh, wow, okay, we're moving. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, shit, like, you think he's just going to be that stupid comic relief guy who's there the whole movie and right like he's he's too dumb to die kind of a thing and it's just like not nah, damn yeah and that's what that's a thing from like hong kong movies not that all hong kong movies are like this but it's a thing that you wouldn't necessarily see in an american movie because they would be worried about like bringing the audience down too much right but in right. this movie it's just like nope that's where we're fucking going <laughs> everybody's dying <laughs> yeah and the, the kid the little uh informant guy i, I didn't yeah i uh-huh. was kind of surprised when he went too yeah he fucking gets killed too yeah it's just like oh damn yeah both of those people i should mention um the the slob sort of uh comic relief guy played none other than uh played by uh director cory yoon Oh, right. That's Corey Yoon. He's also an actor and martial artist and stuff, so right. he'll show up here and there. Um, primarily director, choreographer, though. And uh, the kid is a, a young Fancy Wong. 
who uh, is most known as Ricky in Story of Ricky. Oh, hey. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he moved on to some... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, at least one really awesome thing. I don't know yeah, what well, else he, he's been in. But. He's in a whole ton of other movies, yeah. um, but uh, never really became a big star. But he's like uh, he's in a lot of. He was in Ip Man and mm. okay. He's still in movies. He's okay. I love him. He's awesome. Yeah. I did never notice that he was in this movie because he's so young. Uh, yeah. Well, and the last time I watched this movie, I was like <laughs> eighteen or something. So <laughs> it's been so long. So. To see it again right. with with a, a more trained eye for that kind of stuff. It's like, oh, look at that. Oh, that's that guy. <laughs> right. I was noticing a lot of people that, that I would have never known before, like little cameos of guys. And it's like, oh, there he is. <laughs> I, almost everybody in this movie is like somebody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a... Seems the Hong Kong movie industry is very close knit group. It is, especially at this time. Yeah, it's not as much now, but because there's just a l- more people and more movies and things like that. But mm-hmm. back in the day, yeah, it was uh, a little cruise that worked together. Like there's a lot of people that you see in Jackie Chan movies, and then there's a lot of mm-hmm. people that are always in Sammo Hung's movies, and yeah, and so. There's some bleed over between the two and stuff. Um, but yeah, Cor Yoon. He makes some dope action movies. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's uh yeah, there's a lot of good little, ones. Yeah, that that freaking like car scene where he's like Oh, in the they're, parking they're trying garage? to like run him over with like five different cars. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's awesome. I was like, damn, you picked the most expensive way to assassinate somebody. <laughs> like, how many of these cars are you just wrecking just to like run over this one guy? Yeah, yeah, they they wrecked a lot of cars, but they you'd think, all right, well, send a couple cars to run over a guy how hard can it be <laughs> and, th- and this dude's like i don't know send five send a bunch this guy's kind of tough <laughs> no, he, they still underestimated him yeah it was just like dang and that's some more of that stunt work that was going on that was just like damn <laughs> yeah yeah like there's that one where the two cars crash together and he jumps down just yeah. in time for them to fucking smash together <laughs> <laughs> crazy yeah it's awesome I should mention that there's also a lot of moments where Yoon Byu himself is like doubling other people yeah. and like he doubles <laughs> Cynthia Rothrock a lot whenever they do right. the flips a lot of like she's she doesn't do the flips and stuff so anytime you see like a kick where she's flipping or anything like that it's almost always going to be Yoon Byu or or one of the other stuntmen um hmm because in in Hong Kong fight scenes, they like to choreograph a thing, and then they don't fucking care like if you can do it or not. <laughs> like this is what they want. This is what's good for the scene. And then yeah. they'll try to get it. And then if you can't get it, like okay, well, Yoon Bu can do it. <laughs> and there's a lot of stuff in even in old Jackie Chan movies where it's like there's one kick in this movie, Dragons Forever where it's one of the most incredible kicks ever like in that fucking 80s jackie chan movie 
and Jackie Chan couldn't fucking get it. Mm. <laughs> and they filmed it a few times, and he's just like, I can't fucking get it. And so then they threw in his double, who just did it, because he's a little bit smaller and a little bit more athletic than Jackie is. And uh, so if you look quick, you can see that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But Yoon Byu is n- known for doubling people. Like, he doubled Bruce Lee in the early days, and he did all kinds of stuff. Like, when they when they finally finished Game of Death, there's yeah. a lot of shit where Yoon Byu is, is like, the back of Bruce Lee <laughs> <laughs> in the new footage and stuff like that. Mm, yeah. So he's a yeah, it's, it's real a, consummate stuntman. It's just kind of funny that, oh, yeah, usually the star of the show gets a stunt double, and like this one now, the star of the show is stunt doubling other people. Right. <laughs> like, okay, well. Right, well, that's what you get when it when it's a Hong Kong movie, and it's a bunch of stuntmen basically uh, running the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and th- there were some fucking stunts, all right. Like, yeah. Like a- jump, just jumping out that fucking airplane in the first place i was like oh holy shit that that does not look like a green screen damn (laughs) just jumped out of fucking plane jumping out of the plane and also when uh the plane takes off and it's he's just hanging on that fucking yeah (laughs) i mean that footage where it's looking down on the rope and they're like however the fuck many feet up over the i mean that's real he's just hanging on that fucking rope yeah i was just like (laughs) fucking crazy there's uh i thought oh he must have like a parachute there and it's just gonna cut to another scene and then you see him land in the water i was like fuck dude just jump straight in the fucking water god damn (laughs) (laughs) yeah impressive stunts these hong kong guys they're like indestructible i mean the, the that whole scene when he's like trying to climb back out because he's like got the axe in the fucking dude's neck and it's yeah. like oh shit i got a bail i was like oh he's gonna find a parachute somewhere <laughs> like, i just kept thinking like there's gotta be a parachute in here and then like he jumps out I was like oh did i just miss him grab the parachute he's gotta have a parachute here right he's just <laughs> just no fucking no more parachutes dr jones <laughs> no and he just jumped the fuck out and he paid the price yeah Thankfully, Yoon Byu did not pay the price. Right, <laughs> He's right. still with us. <laughs> Dang. That was a... Uh... Yeah, crazy scenes going on. But... Yeah, and you know, when you look at movies like this, with those kind of stunts, you understand why they don't make movies like this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because uh, the, that, that uh, generation that grew up in Peking Opera schools and 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 learning, because in Peking Opera you learn like opera, but you also learn fighting and right. tumbling and acrobatics and all kinds of stuff like that. So you can do all this shit, mm-hmm. and like the idea of giving your kid to that at a young age, and then just you don't like Jackie's parents basically dropped him off at fucking whatever age seven. And then they picked him up at 18, like, and they only saw him once or twice a year. Yeah. <laughs> and he just, he lived there, and that was his whole fucking existence. So, like, people, they don't want to do that shit anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so, those, you know, it's just gone. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, that's why Hong Kong movies, that 
is there a new crop of of stars with the same uh, abilities? Not really, <laughs> and it's understandable. I mean, it's sad because yeah. you want more cool stuff, <coughs> but yeah, can't get uh, can't get that level of quality constantly. Yeah, I mean, there's still dope people, but I don't know that anybody is. Uh, willing to throw themselves <laughs> into danger at the same level that these people have from the 80s were. Right. Ooh. And all of them now are old and like they don't they're they really like can't really fuck this shit. Yeah, can't do that anymore. They're not doing it anymore, so. But yeah, it's just it's gone. Yeah. It's that that window of history where it was available and Yeah. I mean, they still did stunts for a long time like there's still jackie movies from the 2000s where he does crazy stunts right but it's just like by this point now i mean yeah, this is I almost mean, 2019 almost so it's like yeah <laughs> they're just don't old. think he's doing much now <laughs> of that level of no the newest movie of his that i saw was a couple years ago and there was a lot of green screen and, and there was still some stunts, but it was like you could tell. Yeah. He was uh trying to protect himself, which is, mm-hmm. you know, understandable. Right. Yeah, I have that crazy uh twenties kind of just I don't fucking care, I'm king of the world right. kind of attitude about it thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. That feeling of indestructibility that you you don't have when you get older and you go <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, and and the idea of that kind of stunts, those kind of stunts of just like death-defying stuff yeah. is really only started in the like the when Jackie Chan started doing it and like it became such a thing. Yeah. Cuz there's some in in 70s movies, especially like as you get into the later 70s stuff, there's some jumping off of balconies and stuff like that here and there. And, and there's one movie where I can think of this, where there's uh it's probably like 73 or 74. And it's the first time when I was watching the movies for the Shaw brothers series where it was like, Oh shit, that's like a straight up Hong Kong style 80 <laughs> stunt where there was like some gondola that was strung up you know, the ones that are, like, hanging oh, yeah, yeah. and they, like, go across some like fucking a... divide or whatever. Yeah. And it was going over Hong Kong Bay, and there was a dude just hanging on the side of it, <laughs> like, while it was going. And he was, and it's just a shot from the bank, and you just see this dude fucking hanging on it. And then eventually he jumps off and falls into the water. And it's, it's way the fuck up there. Oh. And so, like... It kind you know like it started there, but it wasn't. It didn't really catch on hardcore until the Jackie Chan started just doing crazy shit. Yeah, kind of remember that movie. It wasn't a Hong Kong movie, but it was a uh, Marantau. Yeah, that one I remember having some crazy stunts in it. Not like. Not yeah. like jumping out of fucking airplane stunts, but no. But there's I, some cool stuff where they're jumping yeah. from buildings and. Yeah, and, I remember uh, at the time watching it, being like, "Oh wow, there's some yeah some crazy stunts in here." Yeah, that movie feels a lot like a like an homage to this era Jackie Chan stuff, mm-hmm. and and what 
I mean, any kind of Hong Kong stuff that's doing that, those kind of stunts and stuff. But right. It specifically felt like a Jackie Chan movie to me. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed to, I can't remember specifically much, but yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a while either. I remember one where he jumps off of a fucking building and there's something with like a, where he's like stabbing some dude at the same time with like a big pole or something. Yeah, I remember some weird like pole <laughs> fight on a rooftop or something where they were. Yeah, <clears throat> and I remember the end where he's fighting these two super kicker guys like uh, Ken Lowe at the end of Drunken Master Two, where they're like got their legs up and they're like. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that, and just uh, just like a lot of Jackie style there. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah, that's a good movie. Did you ever see The Raid? Yeah, yeah. Raid 2? Oh, I don't remember. Did I see that one? Dude, you fucking remember if you saw Raid 2. <laughs> God, I don't know. <laughs> I oh, kind of don't think I did, but I don't know. I'm... Like, as a movie, I don't particularly... I mean, I only saw it the one time in the theater, so I don't. maybe I'd, I'd like it better if I saw it again. But as a movie, I didn't think it was that great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super fucking long. It's like two and a half hours, and I I got lost with all this Godfather level gangster <laughs> shit. And but man, there's a the 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 fight at the end of that movie in the kitchen is like mm-hmm. probably like the best <laughs> fucking one-on-one fight like ever mm. i don't know it's it's so goddamn good it's literally like hands down one of the best fights ever filmed it's incredible mm. so i mean if nothing else just watch that fight <laughs> <laughs> just watch that fight but man it's a cool movie there's a lot of there's a lot of fucking dope shit in that movie mm. but i don't know that's a whole movie i don't know yeah, yeah. I can't remember if I saw it and I'm just like blurring its memories with the first raid, or if it's well, the first raid is all in that one building. Yeah, and then when they at the end of first raid, they're coming out of the building and they they are like walking towards the fucking police cruiser or whatever with some dude in handcuffs, and then it ends. And then raid two like starts literally like right there, oh. <laughs> basically, <laughs> and. Um, Raid 2 is all like completely different it's it's not in a building it's in it's like this whole gang war thing going on and there's a girl with uh, is the there's like a guy with a baseball bat and then there's a girl with a hammer or something hammer girl does that sound that sounds wrong I don't know but it's 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 kind of it's kind of like comic booky. I don't know. Like the, these <laughs> villains are kind of like shitty, cheap. I don't know. But uh, it's it's crazy. I feel like you would remember it if yeah, you saw I it. I kind of remember some weird scene, and maybe it's from a different movie. I'm just mixing things up. But it's something like they're in a prison, and there's some big fight in the mud. In the mud? Yeah, that's yeah. right, too. Okay. 
So I've I've seen it, and it's just the memories of it are just jumbled, just all of disassociated to the point where it's, oh, wow. I can't piece it together in a coherent fashion. But. Man, but you don't remember that kitchen fit at all? <clears throat> Holy fuck! I, got, I'm sure if I saw it, I'd be like, oh, that fuck yeah! They got like these little knives in their yeah. hands, and they they get up really close, and then they like. <laughs> oh, yeah, Sounds really it. familiar now, but yeah. they're like. Like one guy is here, another guy is here, and they're really fucking close, and they got these knives, and they sort of like inch closer to each other right before they start fighting, and they're just within fucking inches, and then they just and it, it's so intricately choreographed, and they're always like slicing each other with the thing, so it's really like oh fuck, <laughs> yeah, god damn it, <laughs> and it just yeah, I do kind of uh, remember that, yeah, it's um, so like brutal and cool. And I just, I do need to check that out again, man. That yeah, that because that end fight is amazing. Yeah, I, th- I think I think I should just track down just that end fight and watch it again because I kind of recall it being a little disappointing and not being as as excited about it as I was for the first one. Yeah, as a whole, I would definitely say that that's the case. Like I, but, I was, uh, and and that's probably why my memories of it have just fragmented to yeah. the point of, well, yeah, and it, unidentifiability. But I, yeah, I lost what was going on halfway <laughs> through, and I was trying to like piece it together but i didn't think that it was it didn't feel like it was well done like a like have you seen godfather um no i haven't actually so like the way godfather is put together there's all these like infighting and there's like familial problems and all this shit that's going on Mm -hmm. and the and it's put together beautifully it's one of the greatest movies ever made it's fucking awesome there's all these pieces going and it puts them all together perfectly and it's great and in order to have that like so many moving pieces at once in a movie you gotta like put them together right (laughs) right they've got to fit and so when i watched raid 2 i was just like okay i don't know what the fuck is going on i don't know who is who and what is Mm -hmm. you know i just lost it at some point and i at the time, I felt like, well, it must be the movie because, you know, I'm here. I, I could have figured it out. You mm-hmm. know, I, I know Raid 1 pretty well. But uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just me and then I got to yeah. watch it again to sort of decipher it. I don't know. Right. I'm wondering if that was... Was that the one where they were, like, fighting in the car seats? Like, it was in yeah. the car? Okay, yeah. Yeah, was... there's that car fight, too. That That's dope, too. Yeah. And there were, I think the the action scenes in it were, like really awesome yeah and then I just dope. Kinda, no problem like yeah. the rest of it just kind of like faded away and so whatever was connecting those fights to any kind of narrative they're just right. like loose in my head now just yeah there's a lot of talking in that <laughs> fucking movie yeah uh yeah and it's like two and a half hours so it's yeah yeah it's kind of rough but uh yeah it's uh it's good good stuff in terms of action though yeah yeah i mean it was I think I enjoyed it more than I did not enjoy it, so yeah, it's, it's definitely on the worth watching list for right. sure. For sure, if nothing else, that fucking end fight. <laughs> yeah. God damn, <laughs> Woo. that's a that's a fucking that's one for the record books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll have to check that out again because that has just like been blasted into just little tiny like fragments of uh yeah it's such a oh i can see like one frame of that fight like oh i kind of remember that (laughs) just like no man that fight is awesome yeah that's that's worth revisiting yeah 
that's something that I miss from my childhood, not childhood, but just uh, teenage years watching these Hong Kong movies. We would just fucking watch the fights. Like, we'd watch the mm. movies, and then we'd just get together and all watch the fights, like, over and over. And just like, oh, yeah, you uh, let's watch this fight from this <laughs> fucking movie. And, oh, let's watch the playground fight from Police Story 2. And, and so we'd just, like, see these things over and over and over and mm-hmm. over. And I feel like that... Uh, I feel like that's the way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I miss, I miss that. Yeah, I mean, there's stuff that I've seen so many times, like Project Aiko or whatever. That's yeah. just like it's so ingrained into my brain at this point that it's like I kind of know it, like even without yeah. seeing it, you know. And that's that's how those fight scenes were. Like, there's when I see one of those fight scenes that we watched a lot. When mm-hmm. I see them now, it's just it feels like a, like a, an old friend. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's just like, ah, oh, like, yeah. Oh, like and a, did this part? And then, you know, and like I I would remember yeah, how it was edited. There, there's a very different feeling going back to a movie like that that you just know inside and out. Yeah. And, I love it. Um, yeah, it's uh, that's something. Yeah, it seems to happen more in your teenage years. The stuff you see then is the yeah. stuff you really soak in. And then... Well, and... Those those years, I don't know how it is now for kids because they have fucking Netflix and whatever where there's hundreds of things available at any time. But like, yeah. In the the time when I was a teenager, you know, you had limited access to things, so the right, things right. that you had were more important, right? And so then you just watch those more. And yeah, because so, it was always like I I knew there was so much other stuff out there, but like it wasn't there for me to right like just watch constantly. Yeah, but, you didn't have like at any moment you didn't have eighty anime series on streaming that right. you could just start at any moment. Like right, it was just like it was like oh I'm gonna go watch Escaflone again. That was badass. Yeah, <laughs> like, you just you want to watch something? You well, this is what we got. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, what do you want to watch again, you know? Right, right. Yeah, and with music it's the same thing too. Like those those albums that I had at that time that oh, I just right. listened to over yeah. and over and over. They're all up in my head and like I noticed a few years ago where it's like, man, the new music like I listened to it a couple times, but I just don't drill it into my head in the same way and yeah. i i got really sad for that so i started listening to albums like uh like i i'd say to myself like okay i'm just gonna listen to this one album for a month <laughs> and that's all i would listen to like in my car whenever i drive somewhere and now i've done that with a whole bunch of albums and they're just like all up in my head and it's like the old days so we have the power. Yeah, we can. Uh, <laughs> it's just a question of, uh, do you want those drilled in, or do you want to like find a broader angle? It's always that thing of like, oh, now I can get all these things. Yeah, I kind of want to see this whole broad spectrum and well, explore these odd little things. And, yeah, well, in my case, in terms of music, like I did that in my teenage years and listened to a bunch of stuff. And then all of those years, 20 years went by where I was just basically collecting stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like a few things here or there would drill into my head, but like eh, not in the same way necessarily. 
and so my collection of things in terms of music i have a an old ipod classic 160 gigs mm. it's full mm-hmm. i have more music on the hard drive that can't fit right that's a lot of stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's a lot of stuff and so i got plenty of stuff <laughs> so like and and that's the problem too is because i still am finding more things right that i listen to and then i want to add those and then you know i don't know like this movie writing wrongs the uh the uh the end song at the end is a fun little canto pop song sang by jackie chung and uh i love it <laughs> i want to hear it so i put it on the you know I put it on the computer now i got it yeah add it to the list <laughs> but uh yeah so i would say that there's a balance to be struck in terms of right drilling stuff into your head and then yeah i think maybe Picking out the stuff you really want right. while still just dipping into the other areas. and Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a conscious choice. I think, like, in this day and age, the, the, the focus is more on content. I hate the word content. People always yeah. call they call movies content and music content. Everybody, oh, we did, you know everybody's talking about their blog oh i gotta make content for my blog and it's like no you're gonna write something like it's not content like i don't i just don't like the 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 way that that is and and the the focus on binging and like sucking in as much as you can right so like uh you have to consciously say like you have to consciously stop yourself from being like right. a modern person and just sort of sucking everything in as much as I do that still. But I, I just, I don't know the days of, of youth and limited access. Yeah. It's a different world. Yeah. And, with writing wrongs specifically, when I got into Hong Kong movies and tape trading to get more Hong Kong movies, mm-hmm. writing wrongs, everybody, my friends that that had that were tape trading or whatever that had Hong Kong movies, um, they had gotten. It was kind of a thing where like, okay, Jasper's got this, and his brothers got this. So I don't want to get those because I can copy those from them. I'll get something right. else, and then we, we can all collectively yeah. grow our collections <clears throat> yeah, as a, a as a group, a group library right. of material. So when I was like trying to make my first, like, okay, what am I gonna get? Like <laughs> trying to make a trade. Right. I was. I remember looking up movies and because we still had we had like basic internet back then so i remember looking movies up and i had a big list of what this guy had and writing wrongs was the first movie that i picked because i thought like oh shit well it's yoon bu who's in those jackie chan movies so it's like you know like let's see what he's got (laughs) (laughs) so this movie is always very special to me because it's the first movie that i like took a chance on in terms of of uh 
diving deeper into mm. Hong Kong. Yeah. It paid off. <laughs> yes, it very much did. Very much so. Yeah, it's a good one. Lots of cool action. Yeah. Tons of fights and yeah, kind of right off the bat too. Is the, it just kind of starts with that car chase where he yeah you know, yeah <laughs> that fucking car chase where the, where the one judge gets murdered or prosecuted or whatever. He <laughs> yeah, was. with the Uzi at the yeah. beginning there. <laughs> that you know that really does set the tone for the whole movie of the whole like oh he's gonna get assassinated i gotta stop this guy with the gun and then like three other dudes with guns or some shit are just shooting the guy it's just like i stopped the guy there were just there's the guy with the uzi and there's the guy with the sniper rifle but like yeah it's too much it's just like you, you can't stop it all and so right and then when they when they get in that car chase and he shoots the fucking gas tank while he's driving yeah (laughs) and then the car flips over that bridge yeah that was crazy (laughs) and then instead of instead of uh you know moving on or whatever the (laughs) yun b just fucking shoots the car again and it it explodes (laughs) i just i find that so funny yeah it's just like no it ain't over yet (laughs) yeah it's just so 80s like yeah i could it doesn't make sense, but it makes total sense. Like, yeah, yeah. fuck those guys. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, um, actually, like uh, the Dark Tower books, where uh, yeah, when they take out Blaine the Mono, and yeah, and Eddie's like logic bombed it to like fry its circuits or whatever, so it's already dead, and so he's just like, yeah, and then he just takes out the gun and blows away the monitor. Like the monitor doesn't even do anything. It's just like, but you know, and I think it describes it in the narr- the narrative. It's just like, yeah, he's like, this is how you do it. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like you're a gunslinger. You kill things with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it has some gratification or some some shit exploding or something. Yeah, I need, need to just have that finalized symbol of, yeah. of victory. <laughs> Gotta feel like you, you actually accomplished something. Yeah. Yeah, and then it kind of it actually like parallels that at the end when the bad guy's running away and shoot does it with the airplane. He shoots a hole in the gas tank and then it lights up the whole it was like yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, same yeah. thing and it was just kinda like, oh this is uh they really aren't that different and Right, right. They're both uh, living by the gun in a way. Yes, <laughs> yes. By violence and right, like he—he's a lawyer, but he had crossed into their world. You know? Yeah. And there was uh, what what I did expect, and what didn't happen was I—I th- I thought uh, he'd be running around with a shotgun because there's that conversation he has with the judge, where he's just like, ah. Oh, Get get you a shotgun. He's like, no, I'm too old. You do it. <laughs> I'll, I'll acquit you. I thought that was going to be like the big climactic thing. Would be he'd be running around with a fucking shotgun, just yeah. blowing people away left and right, and then get arrested, and the judge would be like, all right, go let him off the hook. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, the, the movie does not take that route at all. No, it doesn't really at all. But I, if there was any disappointment, it was like, ah. Oh, I wanted the shotgun. <laughs> I wanted some shotgun kung some fu so- action. I don't know action. how the hell that's gonna work, but I kind of want to see it. <laughs> yeah, I want. I haven't seen it in a long time, but there's a Chinese fat movie called Full Contact, and I'm, 
I I don't know how much he has a shotgun in that movie because it's literally been like twenty years since I've <laughs> right. seen it. But uh, I I remember there being a lot of shotgun action. Mm. I believe he has a shotgun on the cover. That's a good movie. So yeah. one of these days we're gonna watch that one. <laughs> how did you feel about the villain, the main guy that's that he fights at the end and in the airplane and stuff? Um, yeah, he was pretty cool. He was doing a lot of cool stuff himself. I could kind of see it as like this guy was going to be like maybe not the bad guy, but like when you first see him, he's just like talking about like kind of breaking the rules and taking people out. I, I forget yeah. how that conversation went exactly, but it was kind of like, like, yeah, I wish we could just do something about those guys. <laughs> yeah. You just take them out. Just go and do it. <laughs> anyway, do, do you uh, you feel like he was a, a good match for Yoon Bu there at the end in the in the fighting scene? Uh, yeah, it seemed uh, the martial arts stuff was a little. And it was kind of like back and forth, but I mean, you kind of you do that deliberately when you're making a film. To yeah, yeah, you got to have some tension. Yeah. So anyway, it's... my my point with this is that. Uh, He's not a martial artist. Mm. It's all choreography to mm. make him look like he's uh, like he knows what he's doing. Yeah, kind of worked pretty good. <laughs> yeah, when when the choreography's good, it uh, yeah. they can do magic stuff with the uh, yeah. the actors who don't know kung fu. Yeah. In the early days, when they when they did that, you could always kind of tell. But by mm. this point, They're pretty seamless on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looked pretty good. He did get kind of taken out, and I, I, it was kind of weird, like just from a dramatic arc kind of a way. Yeah, that it seemed like the big climax was when Yungbu gives him that big kick to the face, and it does that whole like, bam, and it shows it like three times in a row. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was like, oh, that's it, it's done, and then it just keeps going from there, and you're like, oh, and then when he is killed, it's just like. Oh, there's an accident. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, uh, all right, uh, that came out of nowhere, but it was very sudden and uh, yeah, undramatically done in that specific moment. Right, it yeah. is, and that is weird in that way. But like, I don't wouldn't I wouldn't say that that's weird for Hong Kong <laughs> movies. It's definitely weird in terms of the way that western movies are made right because they would never just have anything happen like that yeah so it's it's more like that big kick is like the turning point where he's like oh i can't beat him i gotta get the fuck out of (laughs) here and it turns into a chase instead of a fight and yeah i like the 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 big kick they show it multiple times because it's a great kick and it's a great moment and i i like like in terms of of Yun Bu in his head, he thinks he's like gonna be this Avenger, and he does this badass kick, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I've seen this shit in the movies. <laughs> Do a badass kick, and I take the guy out." And then he does it, and then it's like, "Nope, it doesn't work that way. This is real life." <laughs> and then uh, just like real life, you know, you, shit just happens, and oh, the guy's dead. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, right? In right. a scuffle. And that, that kind of happened with uh, some of the other characters too, like uh, with the bad egg guy or the yeah the little kid who just uh, 
right to the neck done right and you don't think that he's actually going to get killed in that scene either because you think like okay well she's there and they'll stop it because that's they just don't do that in movies and no right no kid's fucking dead fucking care yeah (laughs) i and i kept thinking like oh he's gonna be like the guy that like proves Jung Bu's innocent and like clears him in court That's at true, the end of the movie yeah. and, and then it's just like no that ain't that ain't happening <laughs> we ain't doing that shit right so yeah. it, it you're right it does just kind of go against the standard narrative yeah which is fine I, I don't mind that at all no I love it it, it was unexpected and <laughs> it, it is like I hadn't been thinking about it in terms of being like the the anti movie I guess but yeah. it's like kind of it's an interesting way to look at it and, yeah like well I wasn't wasn't thinking about it that way when I was watching it I was just I was uh, it's been so long so I was just having fun like remembering like oh yeah this fucking part <laughs> you know I like wasn't I honestly was thinking like I don't know what I'm gonna talk about because it's just like it's it's just dope. I don't know. <laughs> like, what am I going to say? Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it, uh, as usual, talking about a movie will reveal things about the movie. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I kind of like it as, as this movie of like, no, nah, this, this isn't how it works. <laughs> like things don't happen this way. Yeah. Like shit happens. And I you love gotta, it. It's kind of like like um, the Hitchcock movie Psycho is a big thing because at the halfway through that movie the main character gets killed. Spoilers, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> the movie's fucking however sixty years old almost. But yeah. Anyway, so she gets killed, and like in movies at that time, that should never happen. Like. L- probably literally never happened before (laughs) and so it was a huge thing like oh shit hitchcock is changing the rules of cinema like how how does the main character die in the middle of the movie this is just what the fuck and so in in part like that's what a lot of the, the the thing about that movie is so like at the time people are gonna be impressed with that whereas if you show some kid now or and who doesn't know like oh that was a new thing they just see right. it and be like oh, whatever she died move on you know right and so that's where the uh the old context comes in yeah for sure but this fucking movie writing wrongs is just like <laughs> the whole movie is like that, <laughs> right it's <laughs> just like the entire thing just... every fucking character off as it goes on i love it so brutal yeah fucking that that when Cynthia Rothrock gets that <laughs> giant drill yeah, bit thing, I was just like, "Oh!" oh. And not even just when she got killed, but when when she yeah, had it in like, her fucking her, her shoulder. <laughs> I was like, shoulder. "Oh man, he's just gonna like." I was like, "Oh, <sighs> dude, you could just twist that, and it just it would just kill her right there." And then he like yanks it out, and I was like, "Oh, of course not. They can't just kill her. That just wouldn't happen. She's gonna live. It's not gonna." Be. And then they just it was just like the psych out. Right? Like, nope, really are. <laughs> Bam. And and like that, there's there's that that tension of like, oh, is she gonna die? Is she not gonna die? And you you think she's not, and then in a fucking instant, oh no, she's dead. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Just it. like bam, right there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how you do a death it's, scene. It's fucking brutal. Hmm. Yeah. That was oh, that was the. That black guy, the assassin, yeah, he yeah. was awesome. 
He was awesome. Like, yeah, that fight with Yunbu is really good too. Yeah, he's like all flipping around and then I just uh, loved it at the end where he's, he gets the gun. He's like, <laughs> just like cackling, like yeah. <laughs> it's just like, uh, yeah, that guy's awesome. Yeah, it's a lot of good uh, just chases in this movie too. Not just uh, fight scenes, but right. There's a like Cynthia Rothrock's chasing down that one the assassin girl. Like they they get in the fight, but like before that, it's like right, this that huge whole chase, chase yeah. scene. Yeah, just bouncing across escalators and shit. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I love it. I love it. Yeah, lots of people flipping around too, like getting, like uh, there's something that happens in that bl- in that fight between the black dude and and Yunbu, and I don't remember specifically, so uh, it's not going to be a great moment of audio. But <laughs> <laughs> there's something that happens where where Yunbu does something where he fl- he kicks him and the guy like flips up. And then it cuts really quickly to another shot where he kicks him, like, in the fucking stomach. And he goes flying across, like, <laughs> over that fucking table or something. Oh, yeah. And it's it's uh, it's so perfectly edited on the action that it just seems, it seems so flawless where he, he just kicks him up and then fucking bam. <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's just so perfect. I don't know how to describe it, but it's just... That fucking 80s Hong Kong editing that is so just spot on to cutting on the action. Yeah, it's uh, it's done pretty damn well. It's, like, all the fights were just really intense and... Yeah. Just fun, crazy shit. Yep, good, good stuff. Corey Yoon, man. Yeah. He's fucking awesome. You know, he, uh, he... Have you heard of the movie The Transporter? <laughs> the U.S. movie? Yes, I have actually heard of that one. Directed by Corey Yoon. Oh, hey. <laughs> he also yeah. made the uh, the Dead or Alive movie. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> that came out, I don't know, 10 years ago or something? The the video game wow. Dead or Alive movie? He directed it. I haven't oh, seen I, it. I, but, uh, I kind of just want to see it now just to <laughs> yeah. see what the hell was going on with it. Yeah, me too. I mean, my first thought was, oh, they made a dead or oh, that's going to be a piece of shit, whatever. And right. Just, it completely ignored anything and everything about it. But. And it probably is a piece of shit, mm-hmm. but right. Corey Yoon made it. So how can it really be that bad? Yeah, I don't know. But how bad can it be? How bad can it be? I don't know if he has, like, Hong Kong people in the movie or not. I don't know enough about that movie, but right. I feel like Corey Yoon is delivering something good but yeah he, he's one of these guys that works in the u.s industry as well pretty well mm-hmm. like uh choreographing things and directing other things and he's uh i know i've mentioned stephen chow the the comedian oh, right, right. great yeah. number one comedian of hong kong cinema uh uh, Corey Yoon directed the movie that that uh, basically made him a superstar, made Co- Stephen Chow a superstar. Hmm. So it's responsible for that. 
Hey. <laughs> he's a very, very important guy. When when we were picking this movie, I didn't think of it at the time, but the uh, one of the other movies that I I offered up, Ninja and the Dragon's Den, is uh, was Corey Yoon's first movie. No, oh, hey. I only realized that later. I was like, oh yeah, there you go, Corey Yoon. Yeah. <laughs> cool connection there yeah yeah well yeah. anything else mm. i'll say i kind of like the I, and it wasn't really a reveal but it kind of was in a way of uh because you have that first scene where it's like like a car chase yeah and so you're like oh it's gonna be like this guns and modern action kind of stuff yeah and so i kind of got this sense of oh that's what this movie's gonna be there's gonna be car chases there's gonna be gunfights there's gonna be stuff like that yeah and then it like it goes to yun bio just like fucking going martial arts on like oh shit it's gonna be martial arts too (laughs) just like i didn't really see that because you see him in court then and it's just like oh he's like this lawyer guy and he's gonna go around with a gun and get his vengeance and then yeah and then it's like no he's gonna go around and like rappel down a building and bust (laughs) in the window and choke some dude out with his legs and (laughs) fuck yeah It's like, oh shit. Yeah. So it's kinda like a weird reveal. Like I don't know that it was really a reveal per se, but it was like you don't expect like this lawyer guy to just suddenly bust out the martial arts. Fucking Hong Kong though, man. (laughs) I was kinda thinking that through movie was like, Oh geez, yeah, it's Hong Kong. Everybody's a martial artist. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not everybody, but yeah, in 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 uh like all these movie industry a lot of them are, yeah. Yeah. Like all these guys kept running around and uh, doing martial arts, and I was like, "Oh, here, here's another martial artist they just right. run into. <laughs> here's somebody else. Oh, he's just um, happens to be a martial artist." <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, this is. Uh, that's why I wanted to watch this movie because we had seen the John Woo movies, which are action movies, right? But. There's also these movies that are right. action, martial arts, modern day movies. Right, because so. as much as like the John Woo movies are kind of martial arts in a way, they're not quite yeah. the same. It's, it's a very different thing. Yeah, there's no actual fighting. It's just like choreographed gunfights right. in the same way that you would choreograph kung fu, but it's not actual like hand Right, hand it kind of has some of the sensibilities of a kung fu thing, right, but right. you're not actually like punching and kicking and right. flipping around. Right, it's not around. like this, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I wanted to introduce something like that um, with this movie, because there's a lot of these kind of movies too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was, a, it was a good one. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> And, uh, adios. (laughs) (laughs) See ya.
让我笑谈对待了夜深，担心人间又怎如？有人说我在期望，那是他不明白乐谱，真假是非经历要说清楚，也有时候要装作是迷糊。有人说我在。Turn off the goddamn headache machine. Nobody around here can stand to hear that kind of crap. <laughs>